Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in tonight on Wonder, Wonder, Repeat. Tonight, we have a very special florist. I'm super excited to have Miss Croft here from Expedition Overland and also the Excels. Um, first off, I wanted to start off and just show you a picture. I want to do a little something different tonight. Um, this is a picture of Rochelle, and in her caption of this picture, it says that this picture is still one of my absolute favorites. I can feel the embarrassment and guilt in that moment of being the one needing help. I could not fix this problem on my own. These women around us dropped their competition and ran to help start our truck. I think I knew one or two of them and they were all from different countries. I will never forget what that felt like and the impact that it still has on me. To all of you incredible women out there, thank you for being you. You are so loved. I'm perfectly fine, but we just had a warning that the tornado sirens and all the things are going crazy. So this could be an interesting podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's, let's hope it stays relatively calm. <laughs> I know. I know. And then you said you're up in Montana expecting a snowstorm to come through. Yes. Uh, about, I think four to six inches, give or take. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's spring in Montana. Polar opposite. What happens. Yeah. It's just how so are, it you based, are you based out of Montana? Is that where your home is? We are. Yeah. I was born okay. and raised as was my hubby. Um, yeah. so yeah, we've settled in Bozeman, which is kind of the middle of both of our okay. birthplaces. So we're right in the Bozeman area and we love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to go to Montana. I've heard that, I, um, uh, Yellowstone, there's a lot of filming that's happened and I'm a, I'm a huge Yellowstone lover. So. Oh yes. Clay as well. He, oh, he loves good. it. So. Pretty awesome. That's awesome. I always say I'm somewhere in between Proverbs than you were in Bethlehem. So there's, that's where nice. I range. <laughs> awesome. So if people do not know who you are, I don't know how or what rock they've been under, but <laughs> In case they have it, give us a brief little summary of who you are and some of the things. I know I'm going to touch on several topics, but just a little introduction to yourself, Rochelle. Yeah. So my name is Rochelle Croft, um, born and raised in Montana. And my husband, Clay, and I, um, we you may best know me for our <laughs> series on overlanding called Expedition Overland. And we started that back in 2010. I have three boys. Um, we actually started it when I was pregnant with my third son, who is turning 12 this week, by the way. Oh, which is wow. Crazy. Isn't it crazy how fast they grow? Yes. Look at them. Look at those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so tiny there. They're huge now. Cyrus is 16. <laughs> uh, he's driving. He has his driver's license. Ryder wow. will be turning uh, 14, and Eli will be turning 12. And... They're fantastic. So they've grown up this with us. So yeah, um, yeah. we started Expedition Overland and we've been doing that full time um, for about 11 years now after we had the idea. And, and then on the, I tell people on the side or my side hustle was I got into this crazy all women's rallying. Uh, my first one being in Morocco. I like how you call in, it the side, the side, side hustle. hustle. Like, That's a pretty big hustle, girl. <laughs> I know. 
I don't know what else to call it. I just, <laughs> I, yeah, it's a little surreal how I even wound up doing it, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I competed in Morocco three times um, the past years. And then I've been involved with the rebel rally, which is stateside here in the yeah. U S and I love helping women and training where I can um, as well as working full time with EXO and running our teams here and then being a mom and all that good stuff. So yeah, that's a yeah. little bit of my And then story. before here, you're rushing to cook dinner and you're like, Clay, you got to finish this so I can do it. I did. <laughs> Chicken upgrade was on the menu tonight. I was like, okay. you better save me some. Hopefully he does not burn it. <laughs> is he a good cook? I, he actually is a really good cook. I actually pulled it off though before okay. we got too far down that road. Okay. <laughs> I was like, all I have to do is cut it up and throw it in the pan. He's like, I got it. I got this. I promise. I promise I won't screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your side hustle first, because okay. <laughs> obviously I'm here representing the women and don't get me wrong. I love Clay and I love everything, all the Alaska series and everything that y'all have done, but I just really want to learn um, because that's a really huge feat. I can't pronounce exactly what it's called. It's the Rally Asia de Gazelle. I don't know. Yeah, that was pretty close. Uh, the okay. Rally Asia de Gazelles. It's French. Okay. Um, even I had trouble pronouncing it when I was over there. So we're, it's all right. You're in good company. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a nine day Morocco trip. It right? is. Yes. This, so was this your first? So that was my second year okay. when we okay. ran for Voice Today. Yeah. My very first year was. Um, I was in a 2007 FJ Cruiser. It was actually oh. the Max Tracks FJ. They were our title sponsor that year. Okay. And we shipped it overseas, had no idea how to do that or what we were doing. Mm -hmm. um, I was just coming out of, you know, I just had Eli. So we had three young boys at home and I was just kind of in this phase of, I was in a yeah. funk. I was like, I need to remember who I am because I don't even know anymore. I've been a mom. I've been a partner. I've been always helping everybody else. And mm -hmm. I just feel like I need to go to Morocco and race in the desert, apparently. <laughs> so, so that's and you had never, you had never wheeled in the desert. I read an article no. from Lexus. And so you had never re raced in the desert. Have you even no. done any of the overlanding lifestyle at that point? No, I not you're kind of frozen. Oh, the weekend. I think you're there, but you're frozen. <laughs> Brad, I like okay. how you say you're back. You Sorry. encourage Rochelle. There you are. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the boys to Sorry. get off the Wi Fi. <laughs> right? I'm like. I know. All of the Play video you're doing me. are probably breaking the machines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'd never done anything like that. I just, growing up in Montana, we off-roaded a lot. Um, Clay and I actually would go, like we met in high school and dated all through high school and we'd go out in his Bronco too and do some wheeling. And I always just, I love driving. I started driving at a very young age. We lived out of town. I would sit on my dad's lap, you know, and Flashback. he would show me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're such babies. I love it. I love it. I, so I was 20 and he was 21. I couldn't even drink at our wedding legally. Oh, that's hysterical. That's Apple hysterical. cider all the way. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. That's cool. So, so you, have you, yeah. you've always loved nature and doing that kind of thing mm -hmm. together. So I, how long yeah. were y'all married before you had the boys? 
Uh, well, we were going to be on the five-year plan, but <laughs> Cyrus surprised us only a, let's see, we found, I found out I was pregnant about eight months after we'd been married. Okay. So, so you we didn't have like, time to travel or do any no. of the things. <laughs> and that was the plan. We were, we were actually going to go to Slovenia and live, um, oh, wow. for a couple of years right after we were married okay. and that door got shut. And then shortly after found out I was pregnant and we were like, well, I guess we're going to have kids now. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. This is where we start. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. So we hungered down. Yeah. So what had y'all done before we knew you behind the scenes of Expedition Overland? What was your kind of story getting into that? Was that ever your goal? Mm. So, yeah, um, it's a good question. I, I think, um, it's interesting when you look back on your life and you kind of, um, you stack up all those experiences you had and realized they were, you know, they were all leading you somewhere. You just never would have guessed where they were leading you at a young age. Because honestly, when we, even in college and high school, you uh, being a YouTuber or film, that wasn't a job. Right. Like, that didn't exist. YouTube didn't exist. Like no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. So yeah. we actually had to start on Vimeo because of that. Yeah. Um, but we knew that when I met Clay and when, when I dated Clay, I always knew that he was someone that just needed encouragement. He's so talented and so gifted mm -hmm. and we made such a good team. We're best friends. And it was just like, you don't put this guy in a box. You don't pin him down. You encourage and you just watch him go. And so we actually started a small film production company in town. He but he actually dropped out of college and bought a camera. Yeah. He has ADD and he's school is really hard for him. Okay. And so his college professor, he got interested in film and his college professor was actually like, yeah, so you shouldn't be here. You should just go uh, do this. Yeah. And it, it was the best advice he'd ever got. He was just like, this is the best day of my life. He had fought it probably for so long. Oh, so long. Yeah. And so he, we were like, yeah, let's buy a camera and get you going. And so we started this little business uh, filming wedding videos just to get experience. He did local commercials around town, just getting any work that we could. Okay. And I actually had like the steady job of, I was, I worked at Glass Doctor as an accountant. That's where I learned how to run a business financially. Yeah. And I was a manager at a coffee shop, but through that, we always loved the outdoors. We loved adventure and we loved travel. <clears throat> travel, I would say it was very top of the list. Yeah. So yeah, when we came into XO, it was after a time of having the film business and it, it was just, it wasn't steady. It was very, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're feast or famine yeah, all the time, yeah. um, especially as you're getting going. And we kind of hit the end of, well, the beginning for Montana of the recession coming out of the housing market um, mm -hmm. crisis from uh, 07 and 08. Okay. And so Montana was just feeling that in 2010 and all of these jobs we'd lined up just totally fell through. They were all canceled. And we were just like, I was like, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm tired of waiting on other people to bring us work or leaning on other people to have work for us. How do yeah. we make our own work? Like how do we do our own thing even more than having this little business? And so he, um, you know, I, you may have heard the story, but he was at the Toyota dealership one night and he saw an Overland Journal there for the first time. And he'd always no, been into trucks. 
Oh yeah. yeah. So he'd always been into trucks. He came from a backpacking uh, background. He loved mountaineering okay. all in high school and college. And so he'd always, he'd already been kind of building up his truck and he was, he was already buying like Airbnb bumpers. And I guess I he thought, had a Toyota. He did. Oh yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Many Toyotas. Yeah. And I thought it was awesome. So yeah. he brought this magazine home and he was just like, oh my gosh, there's like, there's a thing for this. I had no idea that this was, you could like build up your truck and live in it and travel around the world. Yeah. And he, you know, was sitting in the garage and we had, we just traded in our Subaru for a um, hundred series Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. Cause I could fit three car seats in the back of that. And um, <laughs> then we had our 01 four door Tacoma and he looked at his two rigs and he was like, I have all the camera gear. I've got some friends. I wonder if we can. I got some friends. (laughs) I got some friends. Maybe they'd go with me. I feel this on a level of our own over here. (laughs) Friends are very important. Yes. And it was just like, maybe we could do a show on overlanding and see what happens. And I was like, let's go for it. And he kind of noodled it. You know, those ideas. um, He's an external processor. So there's always ideas being flung around our family. But the ones that keep coming back around, you know, you got to pay attention to. And this one just kept coming back around. And I was like, you know what? I think, I think you'll regret this if you don't, if we don't at least try. And that was kind of the point where that's always the decision point. Are you going to regret not going for this chance, even though it's really scary? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, I think I would regret this. And um, so we went for it. We, that, that was the beginnings of it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, our, our hope and dreams, I'd say at that point was, wouldn't this be cool to be a show on Discovery Channel? Because that's all that there was right. at that time. Yeah. But we didn't know anybody. We could just call up them up and be like, hey, we're, we're nobody's and we have this really cool idea. Right. You should really listen you, to us. Everybody gets started somewhere, you know? Yeah. So we, um, we decided to fund it through sponsors because we're, we wanted the film production to be good enough to be a Discovery show at some point. And we needed to figure out how to produce that type of content. So we just, we taught ourselves a lot. We put a lot of trips on the credit card and yeah. <laughs> bought our friends food and gave them yeah. free trips and all that just to get like, going. Please so, come. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. pay. I'll pay. Yeah. <laughs> and thankfully all these guys are in their twenties and they're like, yeah, sounds fun. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That's super so. encouraging to hear. Because even for us, you know, we we have a small YouTube channel. We have 40, 43,000 now. Um, awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's super great. And it's, it's amazing. How do you find the balance when you are starting out? Because you mm-hmm. have to get the sponsors and you have to get the encouragement and the support. How do you find the balance between needing that, but also meeting mm-hmm. the, the people that are like, um, you're getting free things kind of thing. Mm. You're getting, you know how there's, there's yeah. two spectrums and you're yes. just really trying to find your way and you're yeah. really wanting to also pursue something that you love. Yeah. How do you, how do you balance that? That's tough. Um, Drown out the haters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we started Expedition Overland as a business and we've always run it as a business because if you don't, you, you'll be there two years tops because you can't operate for free forever. Right. Yeah. Um, you can for a while, but then yeah. you'll get to a point where 
you know, there's a new camper you need, or you got to put really expensive gas in the car right now. And Mm -hmm. free stuff doesn't pay for that. So there's this balance of we've always 100% done our very best to be very authentic and have a high level of integrity with the products and the sponsors we do work with that, hey, if I wouldn't go out and buy their stuff, we're not going to run it. We get hit up all the time to run stuff. And we're like, yeah, we can't take your money because we don't see that. That doesn't jive with us. No. Yeah. Um, But also starting out and you're getting your name out and you're building that yourselves in the space. Mm -hmm. um, You do have to do some things for free sometimes. And we just always tried, especially with our sponsors, to over deliver our value and do what we say we're going to do at the time we say we're going to do it. Um. I always love to be way ahead of the game. So I try to over communicate as much as possible because they get hit up so much that a lot of people take the money and run or they take the product and they're like, sweet, high five, see you later, you know, and they never hear from them again. No. So yeah, that's good advice. I appreciate that. Of course. I I know before you got like stopped with the Wi-Fi system, we were talking about the Rebel Rally. So I want to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I can go on a tangent and, you know, I get very sidetracked. Some people that's okay. have ADD too, so you're probably used to it. Um, I used to it. Okay. <laughs> so you did the Morocco race and you did, did that three times? I did. Yeah. Okay. So we went the first year. The only training I had was one weekend. I So I flew out to California and Emily Miller, who got, who let me know about the rally and who is now the founder and creator of the Rebel Rally, the rally. and mm-hmm. and one of my dear friends. So she did a training. It was the first training I believe she ever did um, with the uh, Canadian office because a lot of French Canadians go to this rally as well. Okay. And so I was taught navigation from a French <laughs> Canadian woman who I could not, I kind of could understand. I had yeah. no idea what she was talking about. Yeah. And I had no idea how to <laughs> plot anything on my map. And I, that's one of my favorite pictures too. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to Morocco like a month later and it was one of those things you like land in Paris. That was where the official start was. And I was just like, what am I doing? Why did I think this was a good idea? This is a horrible idea. And you just start questioning everything you just did. You're like, why? This so is, is that, the dumbest is thing. Is that rally like the Rebel rally where it's just like you have a map and you have a compass and it's very much like manual? Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's, that terrifies um, me. <laughs> oh yeah. No electronics, map and compass. And in Morocco, these maps are from the 1950s and they are oh, black nice. and white. Some of them don't print very clearly and everything, most things have changed. Yeah. So, you Good know, luck. the more, it's one of those rallies where the more you do it, <laughs> you learn like, oh yeah, this mountain range is on here, but it's actually not. It's actually this. Okay. But the first time you're there, you have no idea. So we spent the whole time mostly lost <laughs> in the yeah. day. But you had a blast and you went back and did it two more times. I had so much fun. And, and I will say this to anybody who's going out to do something new, especially with a new friend or family that you're traveling with. We set expectations before we left of, Hey, we're not expecting to do well. We are expecting, we want to finish and we want to have fun and we want yeah. to learn. And it took the pressure off of going over there and needing to like perform really well. Cause I'm yeah. very competitive. I want to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that allowed us just to have fun and laugh at our mistakes and be like, yeah, we've never done this. And we're in a foreign country and we don't speak the language and we yeah. know no one. Yeah. So 
It is what it is. <laughs> and you and you went with friends, like you competed with a friend or who was your I, partner each time? So my very first teammate was Julie Meadows, who I'd met once at SEMA when we decided to do this rally together. Wow. And we didn't know each other before then. I had no wow. idea who she was or how we would work together, but we were both just kind of crazy enough to be like, yeah, let's give it a shot. You know, yeah. we were both yeah. moms and yeah. that was kind of the camaraderie. She um, was also in the Overland space and that was about it. That's <laughs> we awesome. went for it. <laughs> That's awesome. I went to, so we had the more expo this past weekend. I know you and yeah. were there before with got your six coffee and then the whole red arc system um, missed you this year. Oh, um, we missed everyone. Yeah, I know. Um, so we had a ladies four by four class. Um, it was awesome. the first. I, I, I reached out to Chris Holloway and I was like, look, we need to have something in here for the ladies. And so we started that this year. Um, and there was a lady that was in there, Carrie Porter. She's from Michigan. I believe Michigan okay. is there. But anyways, um, she's actually done the Rebel Rally, I believe, three times. And awesome. the first time she was partnered with someone who did not speak English. And so oh. she spoke English. And so it was very much a, a yes, no. She said, so that week was probably the loneliest week she's ever had. But she oh. learned so much. Like just how to, it, like it, that was a whole different level of navigation and how to have that relationship on the road. So it was yeah. way cool that you, even if you don't go there to win or anything like that, you learn something about yourself, your capabilities. And I think you're very much encouraged through that. A hundred percent. Right. That's, and that's the main reason I go and I love being in these rallies because I'm constantly learning about myself mm -hmm. and it's the main reason I love overlanding so much and traveling and pushing myself out of my comfort zone because I'm ultimately, it's a big personal growth yeah. uh, situation for me. So if you're open to it, you will always learn. And it's kind of like it. getting thrown in the deep end. You absolutely I don't know that I'd be great at maps, but <laughs> you can learn. I might can fumble with, but a you can a learn. Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you can absolutely learn. <laughs> so you came back over here and you competed in the 2016 inaugural. I know you did that. Did yeah. you do that with a Toyota or a Lexus? Because I know you then in 2019, I think you actually won a couple classes in I there. I did. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So 2016, we competed actually my daily driver at the time. It was a 2008 Toyota Land Cruiser. Okay. Um, and it, it was this one right here. It is. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's my favorite picture. I love that. I picture. love you. Look at that. You look just fierce <laughs> up there. I don't know what, I don't know if that's just a pose or if you're actually checking what mountain range you're supposed to be. Going. I was actually trying to find a blue checkpoint because I had no <laughs> idea where it was. <laughs> so it was legit. I wasn't just posing. I promise. Okay. It's a great picture though. Hey. I mean, your boots and everything. I think you're wearing Uggs. So I was awesome. <laughs> like, of course I'm wearing Uggs that day because I was cold. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so you went with your Toyota. Yeah. And you, that, you, you have to basically have a, a rig that's not heavily modified, like a daily driver. So this is what yeah. it was. Yep. They, Emily really encourages. Um, I love that she set the rally up this way to, you can do this rally in any, most any stock vehicle. Mm -hmm. And I say most any, because that doesn't include like a Honda Civic it's crossover right. or four by four. And so in 2019, that was the year we won. And that was in a stock Lexus GX 460. And oh, <laughs> that was such a good moment. Oh my goodness. I was yeah. like, at that time, that was my fifth rally. 
and I'd finally won. And it just, that feeling, oh, and we fought hard for that win. So I can still, it still gives me all the feels to see those yeah. photos and relive it. It, it takes you back amazing. there. Definitely. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, and then 2020, mm-hmm. um, we rallied in the concept Lexus J201 that um, they had hired us at Expedition Overland to build for them that year. And then we debuted it at the Rebel um, for everyone to see. Like, built that. Yeah, Clay did all the concept for it. Um, okay. I, I helped very, very little. Um, Kurt out of Cruiser Outfitters in Salt Lake helped us a ton. So he was kind of the project manager. Uh, we did all the concept conceptualizing here. Um, got all the, you know, a lot of like, this is what we want to look like. Here's the functions. This is what it needs to do. Right. And then um, we were at the same time filming our Croft solo series. Yeah. Um, and planning the Overlander Film Fest. So our teams were just like, they were, they were amazing that year. They just crushed it. How do you so, develop these teams? So do you have, do you have just a group of friends that you're like, Hey, we need help with building. Hey, we need help with this. Like, how do you, do you, do you bring in a group? Do you hire it on under the umbrella of the business or how does that work for you guys? Yeah. So we've done it. We, we started out with friends mm-hmm. because, um, one, that's who we could afford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and we always made sure to pay our friends as well, because if, if you want to ruin a relationship, that's a great way to do it. So okay. we always, from the beginning, we're like, Hey, try to try to, to the best of our ability be like, this is what we can pay. Can you do this job? And, um, but as you go on, especially with XO, like you saw, we had Jeff Downer and Ty and Ryan Erickson, yeah. Jeff and Ryan Erickson have known Clay since high school. Um, yeah, I love that crew. Yeah. Such a good crew. <laughs> yeah. Nikki right beside me. She's been my best friend since I've known her since middle school. And then we had Heather who was also a friend of ours. Um, Eric Olson down by Heather. He was in South America. He'd known us and he'd known Clay since high school as well. Okay. And that's awesome. So it's, we've kind of had this mix of, you know, when you're filming for on an XO trip, um, this is a film production and mm-hmm. we're filming yeah, an overland so. adventure. So mm-hmm. we preface it to say that because it is wildly different than just going on an overlanding trip. This yes. is a film production. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you need to get along with those people. They have to be good on camera. You, they need to, um, you've got to have the camaraderie. You've got to be able to have good communication. So all these factors come into play when we pick those teams. Mm-hmm. And then on the business side, as we've grown and as time has moved on, we've gone out, especially this year, and hired for specific roles that we know we need to fill in the business. So gotcha. right now, I mean, I just we just hired a new social media manager, mm-hmm. um, mostly so I or I'm not doing it. <laughs> so girl, I do all of our. I didn't get it. Ozark Overland Adventures. You see me on socials everywhere, and it's yeah. exhausting. It's exhausting. It's Please a lot tell of time. my husband. I'm glad. I'm so glad you're saying that, so that way he knows. <laughs> you get to a point where you're like, okay, enough's enough, and yeah. And Richard from Dust to Glory did it for us. Um, from let's see, 20 like 19 on. Mm-hmm. And he did a fantastic job. And then him and Ashley got to a point where he's like, Hey, we're traveling more. I'm out of service. Like you're going to have to find someone. And gotcha. so everybody goes through those phases. So yeah, they do. Yeah. So we just hired a new manager. We just hired a new um, content director. That's a new position in our company. 
to help Clay not have to be the only one that's spitting out all of these creative content things. So Clay can actually focus on the really big picture films mm-hmm. and the big trips is what he loves. So Clay's been basically the one that's been designing the whole idea of the concept of what you're going to be filming and shooting for. Yep. Yep. Every time. That's yep. a lot. It's a lot. He, he has a lot on his shoulders and he, he loves it, especially it's amazing how his mind works. Like he'll, yeah. He'll hear a song or or see a location and he just gets this story in his mind. He's like, oh my gosh, this is how we're going to tell this story. It's going to be amazing. That's beautiful. And then when you get there, the chips fall as they may. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, let's hope that it comes out this way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had any trips that didn't? You know? Or do you just kind of let it tell its own story? You know, in the in the really early days, we would you would we would fight it out of not just, especially Alaska. Um, the first time we went to Alaska in 2013, and that was our, that was our first big trip. Mm-hmm. None of us at that point done anything like this. Yeah. And it was the longest we were going to be on the road. The longest we'd never filmed a 12 part series before. We had no idea how to do it, how to track That's huge. it. That's huge. Yeah. And so that was stressful because we didn't know what we were filming. We just filmed everything. Yeah. <laughs> hoping and we then, get a story right exactly yeah you can't, you over yes we way overshot way. yeah yeah for sure um and as time has gone on we've learned like okay we can let this go and stop fighting when the weather is bad or something happens and go with the story and where it's leading you instead of really mm-hmm. fighting against no we have to do this this was on our agenda we have to go to this place and and said it's hey, let's talk to a local. He really recommended this spot. It's supposed to be way better than the one we had planned. And that's the beauty of what we get to do with the reality documentary portion. Yeah. So I think you have to stop and take, I know I interviewed Wade May with Gaia Off-Road GPS. And he told me that he, I believe it was at the Grand Canyon. They were having dinner or something. And there was a gentleman there and he had came and he was just telling him all this information. And you're like, he's a great jewel. And he was just waiting for his, you know, his table to open up. And they finally told him his table was ready and they went and it comes to find out after he left, like he was one of the main people that had been, you know, carried down all the packs down into the Grand Canyon. And he had like basically helped, you know, create that whole area. Maybe wow. completely off on this story. But my point is he wishes that he could have stopped and had that time and spent that time with that person to hear that story. So I think it's very important to make sure that you don't, just go for the production aspect that you also lean into the experience yes. of it. It's hard to find a balance there. And I know you probably totally get that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is hard. It's, I mean, you have to be ready for anything at any time. Mm-hmm. So as you know, at night, as much as we're like, all right, cameras are down, we're done filming for the night. You yeah. like, let's relax. If something happens, you got to pick those cameras back up and you're back in it. Yeah. Um, do you but, ever feel the need to film over enjoying a trip? Like, is that a hard balance that you like do you have, or do you plan trips specifically where we're like, you know what, we're not going to film this. We're just going to have a family trip. For sure. Yeah. Okay. A lot of our family trips that we do with our boys, we don't film because mm-hmm. we go out, especially in the summer, we're out almost every weekend, just yeah. fishing and camping. And yeah. we're actually, Clay and I have a joke. We're really bad at documenting our family. <laughs> like, yeah pictures well, movies you kind of like, keep some of it private you know yeah yeah it's it's kind of a problem because we're our kids are, 
I'm like, I didn't take a single picture all weekend, you know? Yeah. I swear I love you. They're like, it's yeah. fine, you know? If you scroll through my phone, you'll see pictures of dogs. So I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but let's yeah, answer some of these tough. questions. I know I know. with your son, you said he was 16. So let's talk yeah. about him for a second. Yeah. Um, Matt, this is actually my husband with Ozark Overland Adventures. What yeah. does um, the son in the XO family drive? Oh, so Cyrus bought a third gen forerunner. Um, okay. Last fall, and he loves it. He actually bought it from a guy um, who worked at SCS Wraps, which is who okay. wraps all of our trucks. And okay. he found it on Craigslist. It's a manual because he worked at SCS. It was wrapped like green, kind of like the Hulk. So I I call it the Hulk. Yeah. Um, and he loves it. Cyrus really wanted a manual Forerunner or That's a Tacoma, crazy. and yeah. he, I was like, if you want it, you'll find it. I have no doubt. And he loves it. You think there will ever be a Jeep in this family? This is what I want to know. <laughs> well, we had one in 2019. I know. And then, like, I feel like you only had it for, like, a very short time. It was a short time. It, <laughs> you know, it was really fun while we had yeah. it. And I, you know, we took the doors off for 4th of July, took the roof off. And we're like, let's get this Jeep experience. And we piled all the boys in the back seat and went downtown and got ice cream. And we're like, okay, this is fun. I see why people like these, <laughs> so especially on made, the trails. What made, I was going to say, what made you go back to, to the Toyota? I know you, you, you are brand loyal to the Toyota and the Lexus and yeah. everybody has their own favorites, of course. For sure. We're always and, up for trying things. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I haven't seen a Bronco on you yet though. I know. Those are pretty sweet. I know. <laughs> those are, those are pretty cool. Yeah. So um, what made you go back to the Toyota races, the, the Jeep? Yeah. You know, the Jeep was awesome, but I will say, and I'm, I'm, I'm not tooting Toyota's horn. I'm just saying we had issues with the Jeep that mm -hmm. we didn't have with Toyotas, yeah. especially on the reliability side. Yeah. Um, it was a ton of fun. <laughs> like it was so much fun. Like that Jeep was super fun, but for long extended travel, especially international, mm -hmm. the parts aren't as easy to find. Um, just all of those different components. And okay. we, at some point we have too many trucks and we got to sell them. Like we had to sell the Tundra last year as well. We sold the yeah. Tundra and the Jeep in the same year yeah. to make room for new ones coming in. And, um, we also were working with Toyota again last year. So that was part of it and being like, well, we love this Jeep, but we are working yeah. with Toyota again, probably should just sell it. Yeah. Um, Since if we could have kept in. it. If we could have afforded to keep it, we absolutely would have just because it was really fun. Yeah, they are a blast. Yeah. I have a hot pink one. It's a Tuscadero. Oh, it's that's my awesome. It's my, this is actually her. In my, in my that's country. fabulous. But <laughs> Tracy wants to know, where did you learn the navigation or the navigating for the rallies? Yeah, great question. So um, the most, the one place you can go to start is if you have an REI close to you, you can take their beginning like map and compass oh, class. I didn't know they did that. They do. Some of them do. So that's a great place to start. Um, the other place is the rebelrally.com website actually offers a lot of training and classes throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So they'll do some online and then they have some at like Emily comes to the Northwest Overland Rally, the BC Overland Rally, and she'll teach that's those. Awesome. So it's, it's not super common, but I would look, you could even look for orienteering classes um, in your area and yeah, REI. That's way cool. I never yeah. knew REI did that. Yeah. 
That's pretty neat. It's pretty yeah. neat to learn. Dan Geis is wanting to know what's your favorite vehicle you've ever had. Ooh. <laughs> this is funny because we talk about this as a team. We're like, well, what's your favorite? And we're like, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to choose favorites, especially when you've had some amazing vehicles. And it not is. to mention the building of the vehicles helps. Yeah. You yes. develop a, a relationship with your vehicles. Do. Where does I mean, that sound? It's true. They yeah. all they're all characters. They're teammates. They're your third yeah. teammate. Um, I would say on the X Overland side, I would have to go with Samson. And mm -hmm. he is a 2016 Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah. Him and I shared a lot of time, sea time in South America together. So we have a pretty yeah. special bond. And then on the personal side, I would say I loved my GX470 that I had before I got my 2008 Land Cruiser. Yeah. I loved that thing. It had the V8. It was fast. It was peppy. I <laughs> just... It was like driving a little sports car around. I kept it really light. I don't like to yeah. modify my personal vehicles too much. I like them super light and not a lot yeah. of gear. So that's I mean, good I for on the trail too. So yeah, it it did everything. I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Nathan Anderson is our personal photographer. So he ah. thing. So he's like <laughs> hiring a photographer. <laughs> you never know, Nathan. <laughs> and then this is also Missy Tukarski. Um, she's with Lady Overlander Radio, and she says, awesome. "Hey." Hey, Misty. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for hanging out tonight. This is awesome. I know. I know. Heck, yeah. It's been great. And then Matt's off-road says, hey. Um, and then Matt also, he actually, he actually, we actually own a Gladiator. So oh. he said, I was sad that later. Never made it on an adventure. It did make it on an adventure. Did you see the Great Pursuit series from 2019? Oh, oh, a lot of go. people, like, it's the season that, like, disappeared somehow on YouTube. But it's there. <laughs> <laughs> We're like... We yeah. were blacklisted from YouTube that year or something. I don't know. Oh, but gosh. It's there. Surely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That year, that year was all, that season was all about the gladiator. And yeah. it was a lot. We'll of have to go back and watch that and look yeah. for it and see where it's at <laughs> yeah. on the channel there. So tell me about this picture. Oh, man. Because so, that looks really crazy. Yep. So this, um, this set of dunes, these are the Merzuga dunes in Morocco outside of Air Food. Okay. If you Google that. And so this was day three in the Morocco rally. You have to cross these dunes. You actually drive across them and they put checkpoints in there as well. So this was the first time I had had the courage and the help and the confidence to actually like pick my way through these dunes. And that was that truck um, that D max was a manual as well. So okay. Um, I was learning how the momentum you need to crest the dune and get down just enough to go down the other side without hurting your vehicle. But you'll see the gentleman there on his motorcycle. Um, as you go through the rally and especially on dune days, all the guys will just ride up and follow you on these motorcycles. I don't know where they come from and they'll just Evan. sit there and watch you and Evan. they'll <laughs> talk to you and encourage just, you. <laughs> Kind of sometimes. Um, <laughs> and laugh probably. I'm sure they oh yeah. Laugh. And they try to tell you where checkpoints are and you're like, no, 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 no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah. Um, usually they want money or sometimes I just think they're bored and they have, oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably pretty entertaining to sit here and watch these <laughs> us oh, yeah. stuck in the dudes. <laughs> oh yeah. I would, I would, I would be right there turtled on top and I would probably yep. be next to him saying like, take me on your bike. Let's go yep. for a ride. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> oh man, we got really fast. I think we had it down between eight and 10 minutes of getting out of that with the set of Max Dang. You develop, yeah. you develop your skills. I think while you're out there, it's eight for sure. You do. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then here's a picture of you pulling that winch rope for Clay looks like. He's not pulling it at all. He's making you pull the vehicle. No, I wanted to because especially Clay and Kurt, they always beat me to it. And I was like, guys, I need to learn how to winch because I always use max tracks in all the rallies. And uh-huh. I don't have a lot of experience with the winch. And I was like, I need to learn how to do this. So they were like, okay, grab it and go. And I was like, I'm doing it. Gotcha. <laughs> So did you do any off-roading? I know whenever, do you do any of the driving while y'all are filming or anything like that? Um, yes. Is that how, I know you just said that you didn't use the winch a whole lot. You use the max tracks. Is that because that's not allowed or is that something that you just didn't feel comfortable with at that time? Um, for the rallies? Yes. Yeah. Um, mostly I've just, it was part of my training with Emily. She comes okay. from the Baja side and, okay. you know, fast desert racing. And for her, it was all about speed. And you don't and have anything to do there. <laughs> yep. And so I was always taught, you know, max tracks first. Okay. And then you don't, and then flying into Morocco, all these vehicles that you rent don't have winches in them. So I just flew in with my set of max tracks and off we'd go. Gotcha. And the biggest key to max tracks is stop digging in. Yeah. <laughs> when you're stuck, you're stuck. Stop. <laughs> and that'll make the dig out much faster. Otherwise it's going to be um, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then on the XO side, I'm, I'm one of the main drivers for XO. So, um, especially as you know, we've got drone pilots in the seat or cameramen, yeah. it, you want someone who's a really steady, smooth driver and, so Clay, a lot of times is either in the back or the front seat and we're doing film order and convoys and talking yeah. on the radios. There's a lot going on. So, so what are their plans for the kiddos? Um, I know the 116, are they going to go to college and be film? Are they, are they going to continue in the footsteps or how's that going to work out? What are their goals? Yeah, I don't know yet. We've, we've raised our boys. Clay and I are both college dropouts. So yeah, we have uh, raised our boys to be like, if you don't need to go to college, unless you really know what you want to do. Yeah. Um, if you want to be a teacher or, you know, like a trade, there's lots of trade schools and, but don't, you don't have the pressure from us to do that. We actually are encouraging them to go travel yeah. for a time just to figure out who they are and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Right now, Cyrus is actually one of our editors. So he's been learning to edit. Oh, wow. Um, he was just cutting on, actually, I think he's over there now, cutting on some stuff. And then yeah. Ryder's actually detailing our team's cars. He's trying to make, <laughs> he's making some extra money. So awesome. all of our, all of our staff is like, uh, me next, please. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tell me where I need to bring my vehicle and I'll be there. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's but, awesome. and then Eli, I'd say is the most into X Overland. I mean, he's, he's grown up with it his whole life. And he, I mean, he's asked us since the time he was Mm -hmm. gosh, like seven, Mm -hmm. when you die, do I get expedition overland? (laughs) And we're just like, Oh child, you freak me out. (laughs) That's hysterical. Like normally it's like, can I have like, I don't know, a diamond or earring or something, but can I have expedition? (laughs) Oh, it's, he is he is hardcore. So if That's anybody awesome. continues with the business, it would definitely be him is who my money's on right now. Um, we'll see what the older boys choose to do. I'm not sure. That's awesome. What's it going to be like whenever you're, you and Clay are like empty nesters? Like, are you going to keep oh. doing the traveling and just like develop your own? We've, are we've you already dreaming made, for the day. 
Wait, you know, uh, kind of. I don't want to say that in a bad way. It's just like, oh man. It's our okay. Kids, it's okay. It's our, just me and you. You can say because I am. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah. I. The hard thing is our boys are so fun right now. I love this age. I actually really love them as teenagers and all their friends come to our house. So I'm feeding an army of boys right now. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have, we talk a lot about, man, maybe we'll buy an earth roamer and just leave for like three years and just we'll pop around and go visit wherever the boys are at, or we'll ship it somewhere and just, just do it for fun. Like no yeah. filming. I say that now that could change. Yeah. We have a hard time not turning anything into a business. So yeah. Um, Especially when you so. come from it already, you know, you've already yeah. got it. So it's right there. Tracy yeah. wanted to know another question on the navigation piece. Are you mostly driver or navigator or did you share the duties? Yeah. So I'm driver. And then for me and my navigator, we never shared. Um, I would help her with navigation for sure. Just because you're, you get so sucked into the map that it's nice to have an outside perspective and we mm-hmm. collaborate on those decisions. Um, yeah. There are a lot of women who switch those roles though, and they do really great. It just kind of depends on what you want to do. But I like, I like going into a team where we each own our role and we each have hundred percent responsibility for the jobs yeah. we have. And then if that person wants help, I, we will help each other. Yeah, I would probably be the driver as well. Like my husband, like he like he does the Gaia thing and I'm good at like turn left near your local Walmart kind of thing. Yeah. So that's about <laughs> all I got. <laughs> Laura wants to know, what is your favorite destination you've ever done as a family and why? Ooh. Well, there's two parts to this. I would say, I'm going to say two destinations. One, um, we actually haven't traveled a ton with all five of us outside okay. of Montana in our local okay. area because it's a lot of times our schedule is so packed and we have to be filming that um, the the younger boys don't get to go yet on the big international trips. They'll they'll start being able to now because they have mm-hmm. to be able to hold a camera and have a job on the team. Okay. Um, there's no empty there's no uh, free rides on our trips. So everybody has like four jobs on those trips. Yeah. Even That's kids, awesome. you don't get That's away awesome. with it. Yeah. Um, so I would say the, the season we filmed Croft Solo series, that was one of our favorites because we found places in Montana we didn't know were there. And it made us get out of just our like, you know, you get into your comfortable camping spots yep. that everybody has. And we had to go beyond that and find new spots. And that was really fun. Um, the other place I would say we all five of us went to Mexico for spring break this year Oh wow. for the first time. And I was, yeah. cause I was like, I got it. We got to get these kids. Like now that COVID's over, we can travel again. Like we got to go them out of country to yeah. anywhere. I don't care. Culture. And they just had a blast. We made them, they could only speak Spanish the whole time and they had to talk to everybody. And I mean, Dang. it was really fun. So are they, they learning Spanish or is that something yeah. that they're like, they're doing two languages at the same time. Like, are they? No, I mean, they're, they're not fluent in any way. Okay, okay, <laughs> neither, okay. Are my, neither are we. Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah, I was like real no. impressed. No. And also oh, guilty no. that I'm slacking <laughs> as a parent. Oh no, 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 not at all. No, um, no, they've been taking it um, at school for a couple of years and we were like, man, there's, there's no way to learn it than being there and being immersed in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even if people, even if you we knew they it. could speak English, we were like, no, you have to speak Spanish. So that's um, awesome. It was very choppy. They are not fluent by any means, but it was yeah. a great experience and a great learning experience. So 
That's cool. As of now, Mexico would be my favorite with the family for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you ever go to places that aren't overlanding? That's just a question that I'm asking. Like oh, for Disney sure. World. Have you ever taken oh, yeah. your kids? Okay. Okay. So oh, it's sure. not just yeah. the huge production. You're still oh, yeah. just the typical of all the things. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've actually been to Disney World. Let's see. Clay's mom loves to take. Um, that's a really important thing for her. So she gathers, uh, organizes the family to go like every uh, four years or something. And we all go. And fun. yeah. And that's been awesome. That's kind of our big family reunion down there. And the cousins all play and. It's yeah. a ton of fun. So, it's, oh yeah. I, I was going to ask you a kind of a follow-up question to that. Like, how do you balance? Because mm. you have the family outside of this. Um, you have moms, you have brothers, mm-hmm. sisters, I'm sure. Um, yep. Maybe not. Um, but how do you balance that? Because, you know, you're the famous expedition overland people. <laughs> and so how do you, like, are they, I'm sure they're fully supportive of it, but I'm sure it also causes some conflicts because your schedule is packed. It is. Yeah. It's hard. Um, yeah, I grew up like, so I I'm the youngest of three, so I have an older brother and an older sister okay. and my older sister has actually worked with us from the very beginning, her and her husband, they're, oh, um, wow. our graphic okay. designers. So okay. that poster right behind me, yeah, right there. my sister, <laughs> my sister and her husband design all okay. of those. So you get to work together and with them. We do. So that's been so much fun and we work great together. Um, but yeah, it's, it is tough. We are gone a lot. If it, um, especially when the boys were young, when we were first mm-hmm. starting out, I mean, my parents would come to Bozeman and stay with the boys and Clay's parents would come and stay with the boys and we would swap. Um, so we've always been very blessed to have that help. Right. But um, hi, Chris. Um, <laughs> it's, it's balance is tough. Like that's, yeah. that's something I've struggled with a lot, especially as a mom, you, you know, a lot of us moms have that guilt, mom guilt. Mm-hmm. And I am, for one, very guilty about on that. Um, yeah. And I've kind of just come to the realization that there, you're never going to find the perfect balance. You just won't, especially as a entrepreneur yeah. and running your own business. And there's times where we don't see our kids, we don't see our family. And then there's other seasons during the year that are slower and we can put a little more time into that. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay and I do, we do work hard at when we are home, we are, Home. We try to be there with our boys and yeah. maybe we're that just, and it's tough. A lot of times we're really tired. I mean, we work sometimes seven, eight o'clock at night all day. And you put all your love yourself into it. Yep. It's really hard not to, when you love it, when you love it, it you is. do, it's really easy to just keep going and That's learning the self-discipline to walk away mm-hmm. and be like, this will be here tomorrow. Yeah. We're just going to go watch modern family and hang out. Yeah. And that's like, we love watching movies together. We love um, eating dinner, watching movies on the couch and just hanging yeah. out. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Someone asked um, in here. Let me see. Speaking of dinners, what's your favorite meal when overlanding? <laughs> uh, tacos. Steak tacos. tacos. <laughs> A lot. I had someone else the other day. They're like, it seems you like tacos. I'm like, you know, they're just Who so they're so easy to make on the road. And I think tacos should have more day than, more days than just Tuesday. I I agree. If my <laughs> family could eat them every day, I think they would. So oh yeah, yeah, um, totally. Yeah, steak tacos for me when I'm overlanding is my favorite. And then you use the leftovers for burritos and everything, morning, like everything. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Misty wants to know what was the most difficult thing about the Rebel Rally. Oof. 
I would say the mental aspect to the rebel is always the hardest. Um, because I say that because you're with all of these different teams and mm-hmm. you're seeing all these teams make their own choices on where they're driving or where they want to go. So you need to work really hard at not self second guessing your intuition and your gut of what you know you should be doing at that time. Or even comparison to what yes. other people are doing. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that's, that's, and that's why I say like, that's just a big self-growth event because you're constantly just like, well, what are they doing? What, well, should we be going over there? Or should we not be going over there? But they're as a woman, that, I as a woman that's like, even harder. Like, I yeah. feel like we even do that way worse than guys ever would. It, yeah, for sure. So over the years, the more I've done it, just learning to be more confident and trust my gut and trust mm-hmm. my intuition, trust my teammate. And we trust each other that, Hey, even though everybody's going that way, <laughs> We'll, we'll double check our plotting and our yeah. maps, but we're going to stick to our guns and this is the decision we're making. And even if you make a mistake, you learn from that. Absolutely. It's yeah. always a learning experience. Yeah, for sure. Missouri um, Adventures asked, um, what percentage of your extended family is into overlanding? Or do <laughs> they absolutely funny. hate it? <laughs> I think Clay, Clay and I are the only ones. <laughs> They're the only ones that are into it? Yeah. Oh, wow. So... So my sister, uh, she's not like, she does not like camping. She does now, I will yeah. say. Um, she's gotten a little more adventurous, but we're like completely opposite on that spectrum. Yeah. And then Clay's family, um, they come from a ranch background. So like okay. his older sister is married to, they just, um, they, they're, have, they're in calving season right now. Yeah. And then Clay's brother here in town is... Um, Gosh, they have a lot of like real estate rentals and property. I mean, they, he doesn't camp as well. So, but he has a young boy named Harrison who is one of our biggest fans. And so we love taking Harrison when we can. That's awesome. Um, Have you tried converting any of them? Have you tried to be like, come on, it's great. um, Or are you you just kind of like, it's okay. No, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we help out where we can. Um, yeah. I've taken my sister. My sister went on that girl's trip during our Overlander series. Yeah. And she wanted to go and she did fantastic. So I yeah. feel like, I feel like her, she has been converted a little bit Yeah. and I can't wait to get her on a big trip. That would be really fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Robert yeah. Wicker. He's one of the guys that you see in a lot of our films. Um, most of my family think we're nuts for destroying our vehicles, but we love it. <laughs> Yep. You just got to do you. And my parents love it. They, they think what we do is amazing. And my dad, so here's a cool thing. My dad actually went with clay on clay's very first trip to Moab in the Tacoma when he cold called ARB and was like, Hey, I'm going to go on this trip. I can take photos for you. Is there any way I could have a fridge in exchange for some photos? And that was the very first time. And my dad actually went with him all the way to Moab and slept in I think they slept in a in the back of the truck so yeah (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome so how old are your how old are your parents are they older now oh that's a good question yeah how old are they my dad is let's see my mom just turned 70 and my dad I think is 77 yeah and he they're in better shape than I am they're in crazy good shape my dad's a big hunter so he lives for hunting season every year yeah, that's awesome. So everybody's kind of local to you guys there in Montana. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. 
Yeah, it's great. Let's see. Alicia Rogers wants to know, what advice can you give for new overlanders? Ooh, awesome. Um, expectations, expectations, expectations. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going together (laughs) as a couple. Um, and do, um, make it your trip. So we were just talking about looking around and comparing with what other people are doing. I love to put all that aside, get out a map of your area or where you want to go that interests you and pick that area and then decide how you want to have that trip. If that means you, it's kind of nice to go for a day or for one night and see how your systems work. Cause nobody knows, you don't know what you're going to like and what's going to work and what's not going to work unless you mm-hmm. go out there and actually try. Yeah. So I, we like to tell people like, don't buy all the stuff, like go do it and That's then exactly decide what, what you want and what you need because mm-hmm. your body will tell you really quick, like, yeah. and it'll be different than other people. And that is totally fine. So yeah. make it your own. Try not to worry about everybody else. Start small. If that's what you're comfortable with. Um, be smart, have a first aid kit, have a good map with you, know where you're going, let somebody know where you're going, where you're going to come back. Clay um, volunteers on our search and rescue. So those are always my like, make sure <laughs> you get your bases awesome. covered, be smart. Um, yeah. And try new things. Just, just make it your own. You know, if you need a hotel for a night, go get a hotel. If you don't, cool. I Take love some that. good food. Like that's a great, that's, that's super, super true. And it's spot on because some people may can make it a full week without showering. Other people need to have every two days and it's yeah, okay. That's totally it's totally fine. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter where the point is, is that you're getting out there and you're experiencing it and you're doing something new for you. It's still yeah. getting you out of your comfort zone and um, you're learning new things. You are out there having a good trip and that's, that's what it's all about. It's not about who can tough it out the longest. It's yeah, it's not what it is. That's what my husband says. He says that we go out there to thrive, not survive. Yes, absolutely. We're not, we're not on survivors. <laughs> no, no. We joke about that all the time. We're like, we are not surviving out here, guys. We yeah. are, I mean, living no, it up. far from it. <laughs> yeah, living it up. Brad yeah. Browning wants to know, what's the favorite movie of the Expedition Everland Family? Oh, man, that's tough. I know. Are you Are you into Marvel? Oh, I am. Oh, yeah. Okay. Me and the okay, boys. Okay. Me and the boys love Marvel. Clay, not so much. Oh, um, that's one point down for Clay. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys them, but they don't like inspire oh. him in any way. So yeah, we love the Lord Everybody of the has Rings. A fault. Yeah. yeah, we love like the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings trilogies. Those okay. are family favorites. The Harry Potter movies are family favorite for sure. Yeah. Um, he loves anything. Oh man, I'm blanking on the name. Inception is okay. that with Leonardo DiCaprio? Is that? I think so. Yeah, it's Inception, right? That's yeah. that's a mind that's thing. Yeah, that's a. It's, that was a mind. It makes you think. Yes. What was so. your favorite Marvel movie? Which Marvel? You know, Avengers. I'd say the first Avengers was probably my favorite. Okay. I love and it. The- I'll oh, rewatch that awesome. one all the time. Yeah, when Tony Stark passes away, though, it just I hate. That one, I cried over that for like a week. Yeah. That like disrupted me. We still cry. Yeah. Oh, and all the new Bond movies. I've never seen a Bond movie. Oh, yeah. With Daniel Craig, you got to watch those. Those are incredible. 
No, I'm not very good. They're really good. Okay, Tracy wants to know rooftop tent or trailer? Ooh. It depends. Or hammock. Definitely not hammock. Really? That would kill my back. Oh, no, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> sleep at a diagonal. Diagonal, not a diagonal. <laughs> I'll have to try it. I have not tried that. Um, yeah. I, I like the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like being able to have a base camp and okay. then drive away, not having to pack your tent down and then drive and go explore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I could do either. I, it really depends on where you're going, how, where you're going, how long you're going to be out, how many people you have with you, but if it's really which, windy or cold, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> how much yeah. do I have to fight the rooftop tent? <laughs> yes, definitely. And I, you know, I pick different gear if I was just going by myself I need something I can open and close by myself as opposed to when I'm with a team and I have a team of people and we're all going around and putting down everybody's houses for the night you know well that brings a great question do you go out by yourself you know I have not done it very much and I need that is something I'm like I need to do this more because I'm always with the team or I'm with the kids yeah it's like I I kind of want to steal Clay's four-wheel camper and leave for a month (laughs) by myself. Peace. <laughs> it's like, I should go be by myself. Where would you go? I, I think I would be so intimidated because A, you get out there and then there's nobody to talk to. Like I could see me yeah. and Matt, but me and Matt always go, you know? Sure. So I just don't know. I don't know how yeah. to handle it. Like I think I would get crazy. I, I'm i I'm an introvert. I'm like an introverted extrovert, yeah. but I, I enjoy being alone. I'm an extrovert um, with introvert tendencies. That's what I say. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, I think I would definitely hit a, a spot where I would be bored and mm-hmm. kind of go, it gets uncomfortable having to be with yourself for too yeah. long because then you actually start bringing up the thoughts you haven't, you've been too busy to think about that mm-hmm. now you need to think about. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people don't like to be alone too long. I was a runner um, and I can say like a lot of half marathons and marathons were the best therapy probably. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. So I actually like, I like writing. I like doing a lot of journaling. Um, okay. Just having space to think outside of XO and, you know, I'd love to focus on more women's things in the future. I would love that. And have the time and the, the, the headspace to be able to put towards that would be really cool. So that's well, I know, what I would do with that time a lot. I know you and Laura have done some women things. Some like y'all went through some slot canyons and did some of those things Oh, before. yes. So oh, yes. Y'all should make something out of that. That would be amazing. That would be really cool. You should have all yeah. the boys come in and film y'all. For yeah. <laughs> We've talked about <laughs> it. We've talked about a lot of things that I'm, I will figure out a way. You should to put some together here. That would and be I know it. I've been saying that forever, but I really need to, I really need to make it happen. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, you call me because I'd love to be part of that. Awesome. <laughs> Brad says that he takes his dog Koa and talks to him. So that's oh, a good yeah. Idea. See, I would take my dog because I talk to her a lot. Okay, and that's you just have the lab, idea. right? I do. Yeah, she's awesome. the rule is the dog in the house is always a girl because I. I got to have an ally here somewhere. That's awesome. That's a great <laughs> idea. My husband, he's the one guy out of four kid girls and then me, and then we have two girl dogs. So he's just all alone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Robert wants to know, what are some things you thought you needed, but now you no longer take? Mm. <sighs> Let's see. Um, we used to take like 
really big, comfy camping chairs. Mm-hmm. And now those got whittled down to like just the Helinox or the ones that you can like put together with sticks. Like things. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. like tiny and they weigh nothing. Yeah. Um, that was one thing. Um, usually it comes down to all the clothes you take that you never wear. Yeah. So I you only allow, everywhere. you just wear the same things. Yeah. yeah. It gets a little tricky on camera. Cause I'm like, Oh, I've been wearing this shirt for three days. <laughs> People might notice this. I should probably change my shirt. <laughs> that is so true. It's so true though. But you just yeah. do it. And you just realize yeah. that that's part of the realness of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a lot of it's just paring down your gear. It's deciding those things that you should have two of, um, in case one goes down. Okay. Um, there's a lot, I know there's a lot of noise and a lot of clutter out there that you think is good, or you might use it that one time for this one meal that you might cook. Yeah. And you just won't. <laughs> so you would say that you have to have, you want to take something that's got multi-purpose. Yes. That's kind of our rule as we've gone along is, yeah, every, every, especially on the EXO trips, because we're, you know, you have to take camera gear, you've got drones and batteries, yeah. charges, chargers. Yeah. And so any like lifestyle. It's pretty big or, cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, Lots of lenses. Those are massive. Yep. What, like, I, is that the Inspire? Is that it, what is. it is. That's what that yep. Because you have yes. to have two pilots for that. My husband you was do. telling me you have to have someone piloting the actual yep. drone and then someone piloting the camera. Yep. So Clay usually pilots the drone and then um, whoever our second shooter is, is piloting the camera on those. Yeah. Um, and he's, it's funny, he's been flying helicopters, remote helicopters since Clay college. Yeah. Gotcha. Before they were a thing. And I'd get so mad at him when we were first married because we had no money. And he was always crashing these little helicopters and having to buy parts. And I was like, why are we spending mm-hmm. money on this? And it, it's paying off. So Because he's a boy. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. What, can, yeah. what do, you, do you shoot with this? Is it Canon I see there? We did shoot with Canon. Uh, that okay. was our South America series. And then just last year, I believe we swapped everything over uh, to Sony. So now we're okay. on Sony's because um, they had some new cameras come out that are pretty fun. So yeah. we had to, we're the trying Alpha those out. This is amazing. Yeah. I, I shoot Nikon and I have the mirrorless Nikon. So, but, and we awesome. have all the drones, but we don't have the Inspire because that's incredible. And yeah, out of our league a little bit. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they produce beautiful footage and, and there's some awesome new drones coming out that, yeah. you know, the, the cameras and the lenses are getting yeah. closer and closer, but we love, we do love those Inspires. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're way cool. So how do you, yeah. how do you, conv- how do you convey your, how you're wanting to tell the story to the person that's not actually, because he's flying the drone, but uh-huh. to capture what the camera sees is a total different. Uh, yeah, it's. It's pretty cool. It depends. Um, they have some really good communication worked out. So, and I'm, (laughs) I'm usually driving so I can hear in the backseat and it's pretty awesome to hear how they communicate with each other. And it's very calm and it's very, Hey, I'm going to pan this way. Hey, I want this shot. What do you think of this? What looks good? And they're just constantly communicating. Um, and then I'm relaying that communication with all of the trucks in the convoy and all of the other drivers. And then we have someone on lookout to watch out for tall trees or power lines. 
so that the two guys who are flying That's don't incredible. have to be worrying about that too. So there's a lot of systems happening. When you see those moving shots in any of our films, there's, that's a seven man job right there. So it's wow. <laughs> pretty fun. That's incredible. And I have to say real quick, this is Lisa Addington. Um, so excited to be listening to you, Rochelle. And this year, Lisa is going to be in Rebel Rock. Yay! She and Katie Abraham are part of the Wild Mavens. And awesome. they're some incredible ladies. And I'm so pumped for them. You will have an incredible experience. Yeah, I and so I know, excited. I know that I, I saw one of your recommendations for people that are starting it is to go in to win rookie. Like, yeah, win that and just to have fun. Yep. Have fun. Yeah. Have some expectations. Be on the same page for the goals that you want to have as a team. Yeah. Um, you'll have a great time. It'll be one of, it'll be very hard, but so rewarding and you, yeah. it'll be great. I'm super pumped to watch them. So what's next? What's next for you guys? What's the dreams for Expedition Everland or even in the Rebel Rally? What do you got going on? We have a lot going on right now behind <laughs> the scenes. I'm like, oh. What do you not have going on? Maybe a better question. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all so exciting. Um, we're really, we are doing a lot of business development right now. Um, I saw a comment somewhere there about the Overlander Film Fest. Yeah. We are working yeah. on that as well. It's coming. Stay tuned for the official yeah. announcement. Um, get those cameras ready. That was destination and so we have that. We've got um, an update coming on the Overlander Network. So we're working on spooling up content for that as well. And then on the XO side, we have a slew of things coming. So we are planning a very big trip um, this year, which we're really excited about now that things are finally opening back up. Yeah. So you'll have to. Maybe. Maybe. We, we don't know how to do things small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we have a lot coming up. It's it's going to be a really good um, year. That's so awesome. we're it's hard right now because we're in like it's a lot of setup. Yeah. You kind of lay the foundation every year, and there's all these things that are happening that no one knows, you know, yeah. behind the scenes. But um, it's a lot of admin and logistics and sponsors and contracts and budgets yeah. and getting things lined out. So, but it's all really good stuff. Yeah, that'd be that'd be so exciting. I I can't wait to watch you and to see where you go next. I know, <laughs> I know. We love always watching. It's kind of like, you know, you say that y'all curl up on the couch and watch a movie. We curl up on the couch and watch the Alaska series, or we watch awesome. your movie. You know, it's just you definitely so cool. hit the nail on the head that you know that you're a film industry, and I mean that's just it's just beautiful. Like the the editing that you do, the videography, it's incredible, and it encourages and inspires us. I appreciate everything that you do. Awesome. Thank you so much. We, we work really hard at that aspect. So I'm yeah. glad that it's, it comes through. Yeah. And here, my husband, he said, I'm driving the Jeep with my knees and also flying the drone. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's how we roll. That's how we roll here in the Arkansas. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So you need to come <laughs> to Arkansas. My husband has created the Ozark Overland Adventure Trail. Awesome. You should come and hang out. That'd be great. Okay. Okay. I, <laughs> It'll man. be a different part of the states that you probably yeah, never seen. I've never, so. I've never been to Arkansas, so yeah. that would be well, You have an open invite. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, no problem. And thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate of you course. taking the time out of your Alfredo, and I hope that it, you can <laughs> heat it back up. And there's no tornadoes. That's happening. Great. So we're... Okay, good. I'm glad that yeah. this was uneventful. Yeah. <laughs>
I hope we're all safe though. But anyways, thank you so yes. much, Rochelle. I appreciate yes. all of the advice that you've given us and just the insight behind the scenes for you guys. It's nice to get to know you as a person and you know that you all start somewhere and, and you have these goals and dreams and you've seen them completed. So it's been great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. yeah. And likewise, thanks for the amazing questions. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us tonight. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, well, everybody, y'all have a good night, and we can't wait. Actually, next week, we're not going to be here because it's mine and Matt's anniversary. So oh, gonna, happy anniversary. We're going to take the night off. Absolutely, <laughs> as you should. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Thank you. It was good talking to you, Rochelle. You too. All Bye, right. everyone. Bye, guys.